Hey babes. So we're at the beginning of the year and many of us like to raise our rates at this time. I like to raise my rates whenever it's needed. I don't wait till the new year, by the way, <laughs> but many of us end up raising our rates at the beginning of the year, right? So maybe now you're thinking, OMG, I raised my rates and now I'm hearing crickets. I'm being ghosted. Do I lower my rates? Is it because there's a recession? All these things. But the thing is that there's many reasons why you might not be getting the results you want, aka booking the weddings or having brides ghost you. And they most likely have nothing to do with your pricing. Without knowing all the ins and outs of your exact business, I'm going to share a few points to give your biz a little checkup and see what may need some tweaking. Okay, I'm so ready. Let's dive on in. You're listening to the Bridal Beauty Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Susan Telemontes. Here, we'll dive into business building and Instagram marketing strategies for the ambitious wedding hairstylist and makeup artist. Grab a notebook and a cup of coffee, and let's get to building your dream bridal beauty business. So there's a disconnect somewhere, and we're going to find out where that disconnect is happening. So number one, I have four points for you if you're taking notes. I hope that you are, and I hope you have your coffee with you. Um, I'm recording very late at night. My family is sleeping, so I do not have coffee with me right now. I just have some water, but enjoy your coffee for me and take some notes. Okay. Number one is your brand. Is your brand matching your experience level and your rates? Are you charging luxury rates, but your brand is not giving luxury And then you also want to make sure that you're portraying your experience level as well. So quick story, I have a beautiful, amazing friend who has been in the wedding industry for probably about over 30 years now. She is very super talented. Uh, She's a veteran in the industry. She's well-connected on many high-end wedding venue preferred vendors list. Um, the list goes on. She's so accomplished publications, like all the things, right? She's been in the industry forever, but her brand was not reflecting that. I'm like, friend, what is going on with your social media? What is going on with your website? Like, hello, you're so amazing. You're so talented. You're so established. Like just the fact that she is like a veteran in the industry, like says a lot, and but her her brand just was not portraying that. So um, I'm so happy that, you know, I was able to kind of coach her through some things. She invested in some branding photos and now she's back on track showing the boss babe that she is. And um, but that's just one more thing to keep in mind. If your experience level is like five, 10 years, 20 years in the industry, like Is there a disconnect somewhere in your branding, in your marketing, where you're not showing off your experience level? Number two is not educating your bride. 
We have to make sure potential brides are comparing apples to apples. And the only way that we can do that is through education. There's plenty of talented hair and makeup artists out there. And without educating your bride, all she's going to see is option A, option B, and C. So we need to teach her what to look for when hiring an artist, how to properly vet her vendors or hair and makeup artists that she's looking into, show her why she needs to hire you and help her to trust you with her wedding day. So how can we do all those things? How can we teach her and show her? You can do that by doing Instagram posts, videos, lives, reels, any social media stuff. Or my favorite way is to get on the phone with her. Let her get a taste of what it would be like to work with you. This is where you get to show her your value and not just your pricing there is a difference. This is also where you can build that personal connection and she'll get to know you and your personality in a way that she never could through emails. This is also where you show her what separates you from the rest. We want to shift her mindset and get her to focus on the value that you provide, the experience that you bring to the table, and the experience that she's going to get when working with you other than pricing. So a lot of times brides have, what is the price? What is the price <laughs> in their head? And we're going to shift them from what is the price to what is the investment? What are they getting for their investment, investing in you? Like I said, there is plenty of talented hair and makeup artists out there. They're going to look at option A, option B, and C, and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, they all look amazing. They all are talented. Um, I'm just going to go with option B because she's the cheapest. She's the lowest cost. And, you know, to me, they all look the same. So that's when we have to educate them or, edu yeah, educate the bride and let her know why option A is more expensive than option B or, you know, like what they should be looking out for. Red flags that they should be looking out for or how to vet their vendors and make sure that they're going to be a good fit for them, for the style that they want, um, maybe the makeup or the hairstyle that they want, or maybe even just professionalism. There's so many things to take into consideration besides pricing, but um, a lot of times they don't know that. So that's where we come in and that's our job. Hey, side note, if you're realizing you need to start doing these bridal phone call consultations, or maybe you're already doing them, but it could use some improvements. You can up your conversion rate. I'm so excited to share that I finally have a date for the live training where we will go in deep on this one strategy that will for sure increase your conversion rate, getting you more bookings. In this class, you will learn the sales strategy, the psychology, exactly what to say, exactly how to say it, 
when to say it, how to customize it, and how to handle any questions or concerns while on the call. If you're ready to level up, head on over to the link in the show notes titled Bridal Phone Call Consultation Course Waitlist. Number three is disorganization or confusion. You may or may not have heard the term confused clients don't buy. (laughs) I want you to inspect your entire booking process and pricing guide and kind of take a look and see is each step crystal clear? Do they know what to expect next? That's an important one. You always want to keep them in the loop of what's next? What's the next part of the process? Sometimes it's hard when you're in the business, you're too close. And so you can't really tell, you know, if there's any confusion or if there might be something that's off because you created it. So it all makes sense to you. You are the creator of this process. You're the creator of the pricing guide. Of course, everything makes sense to you. It's not until you start getting some emails of brides asking a ton of questions. And then this is, side note, I'm kind of getting off a little bit, but this is where hair and makeup artists will say, I'm so annoyed, I'm so frustrated. I keep getting these emails with these questions and everything is clearly there. Like it's it's all written out on my pricing guide. It's in my emails. I don't know why. I'm getting these questions and usually it's because of confusion. Yes, there are some times that brides or clients don't read everything. I know that. (laughs) I know that from experience, trust me. But there's sometimes when it's actually, it's there, the information is there, but it's just not worded in a way that's easy to understand for a regular person. So a lot of times we're using verbiage that is so industry specific that regular everyday people won't understand it. They won't get it. So a little tip for that is to ask a friend to go through your process as if she was a client, the whole entire booking process from start to finish and see if there's anything that can use some clarity. Also, I would have her kind of assess like, how easily did the the process feel like did it flow smoothly or was it a little like tedious was there too many steps that's another thing that um totally gets in the way of us booking weddings is having too many barriers too many steps for the client to go through to hand you her card (laughs) Like you want to make it super, super simple and super easy and just flow so seamlessly. The less steps, the better. Okay, last one. Number four is confidence. Not showing up with confidence will scare a bride away. You have to be confident in your services, confident in your policies, confident in your process. If you're hesitating or the word you're using, like the words that you're using in your communication is coming off as unsure or loosey-goosey, wishy-washy, you will lose trust with your brides. For example, one thing that I had to become aware of is apologizing. 
There is a time and a place to say I'm sorry for blank or I'm sorry blank or I apologize for blank, but too many times an apology is used where it doesn't even make sense. It's just what we were taught and ends up being our like default phrase that we use. If you're enforcing a policy, that is when you do not apologize. If you're enforcing a policy that was already clearly communicated and the client signed the contract and the policy was in the contract, like everything was super clear, acknowledged, signed, you don't apologize. So to give you a quick example, your policy, let's say your policy is that once the contract is signed, you cannot remove any services. Bride signs the contract. Two months later, bride asks if you can remove three services. You politely remind her of your policy, no apology. Now, of course, you can deliver this in a professional manner. You can start off on a positive note. This is what I always like to do. And then end on a positive note. But there's no need for an apology. It just doesn't make sense. Like, we established the guidelines. We established the policies. We laid everything out nice and neatly for you in a contract. The client signed and agreed we signed and agreed, all parties are aware, so it just doesn't, wouldn't make any sense to apologize. Now, if you made a mistake, and I've made a, a, like a mistake before missing a consultation call, when something urgent came up, or maybe an emergency came up, and I send the bride an email apologizing for missing our phone call appointment, and I let her know what happened, um, and in this case, I would be very apologetic and then reschedule the call. Here's the difference. When you are apologetic at the right time, you gain respect. When you apologize at the wrong time, you lose respect. So quick recap, the four points were one, your brand. Is your brand matching your experience level and your rates? Number two was not educating your bride. This is where we talk about comparing apples to apples and making sure that they know why they need to hire you. And then number three is disorganization or confusion, confused Clients don't buy. They won't do anything. <laughs> They'll just stand there not knowing what to do, move on to the next artist. Number four is confidence, showing up confidently in your business and showing up confidently in your communication. And that's all I have for you guys for today, but thank you so much for hanging out with me. Just so you know, you can connect with me on Instagram at babesbuildingempires.bbe and if you're on Instagram make sure to watch my stories I'm pretty active on the stories and if you want a private community I have a Facebook group and that's where I like to post questions kind of interact with you guys once in a while I'll do a live in there I like the Facebook community because it feels more intimate it feels like we can freely discuss things because it's private. It's not open to the public. So head on over to the Facebook community. All of these links are in 
the show notes and I'll see you next week.